Good morning and welcome to Equity Monday, TechCrunch's weekly kickoff. Each and every Monday, we take a quick and useful look at the markets, the latest early stage news, what happened over the weekend, and finally, we talk about what is coming up. Are you ready? Are you feeling good? Well, from Providence, Rhode Island, where winter is back because, hey, it's 2020, so nothing matters. Let's begin. Taking a look back at the weekend, I'm sorry to say that the coronavirus was still the biggest news out there. The disease continued to impact the global economy and global markets. This morning, though, there was some good news, as Asian markets were generally higher. However, the U.S. saw more cases of coronavirus. This has sent shares lower ahead of the open this morning. Of course, we record this show far ahead of the market's trading, so I don't have final numbers for you, but things looked medium bad when we did. But hey, the last few days weren't all bad news. Sure, crypto is down and stocks are down and the like, but there are green shoots as well. After DoorDash said last week that it was going to go public, I figured that that was probably the last filing we'd see for a while. After all, the markets last week fell off a cliff and who wants to start their IPO march when stocks are dropping a few points a day. But Procore, a construction tech software shop, filed on Friday anyways. I haven't read the filing yet, but I'm unpacking its IPO first after the show. So by the time you hear this, there should be notes up on TechCrunch.com, you know, knock on wood. The last few days were yet another weekend of watching the spread of a global disease. I am looking forward to opening this show on a happier note, and soon. Looking ahead, keep your eyes on stock markets, of course, the value of cryptocurrencies, naturally, and what else gets canceled. With big conferences like GDC calling themselves off last week, we're in a moment in time when nothing on the calendar is a guarantee. Hell, I'm still trying to figure out if I should buy tickets for my late March trip to SF, or if I don't? I don't know. Turning away from all things coronavirus, however, let's talk about this week's impending money news. JD.com will report early, perhaps providing some clues on the state of e-commerce. Watch its notes for China as well. HBE also reports this week, if that's your sort of thing. And finally, Zoom will detail its earnings on March 4th. The company matters for three reasons. One, it was a rare recent tech IPO with profits that gave it a huge valuation to defend. Its success is therefore a proxy of a sort for the current push from VCs for startups to lose less money. Secondly, it's high valuation and resulting price sales multiple of nearly 50 as of this morning, according to YCharts. By setting the ceiling that high, other SaaS companies can skate lower while still enjoying rich valuations. Zoom is also carrying the mental for remote work startups writ large. There are lots of companies today in the market using software to make it easier to work from home or anywhere, really. If Zoom puts out big numbers, those startups could enjoy its halo effect. So essentially, if Zoom does well, a lot of other companies also do well. Now let's talk only about startups for a minute. Last week, we took a look at Capiche's $1.1 million round. This morning, we also have yet another early stage investment to unpack. Now, today's company is Breeza. That's spelled B-R-I-Z-A. And the company is part of the current 500 startups batch that I wrote about in mid-February. You can find it online at Briza.io or B-R-I-Z-A.io if you want. I spoke with Ben Monroe, the company's founder, about its recent progress. Now, the company has raised about $3 million to date, including $2.3 million in new capital, and a prior investment of $650K raised through a convertible note. Now, Briza had targeted a $1.5 million raise, wound up with 2.3 because it needed to make room to accommodate more investors. Essentially, lots of folks wanted to put money into it that it liked, so it said, hey, how about 2.3? The company caught my eye because I've been covering insurance tech or insure tech quite a lot lately. We've inducted a few neo-insurance providers into the 100 million ARR club, 
And we've also looked at the insurance marketplace space where there's been lots of capital going to work. But if Noyo is the API for healthcare insurance, almost akin to how Plaid is the API for personal money, and Belva wants to build a finance API for Latin America, Breeza, our company today, wants to build the API layer for commercial insurance. Or as Monroe put it in an email to TechCrunch, Breeza, quote, will enable any app to sell insurance from our carriers with a few lines of code. The insurance market is huge, that goes without saying, but as it also turns out, the SMB insurance market isn't that great. Selling plans is time-consuming, and the commissions are low, according to notes from my conversation with Breeza. Now, the startup wants to make all that dramatically simpler, and it's got some notable momentum. The startup has signed up four national carriers with seven products that will be deliverable via API. And according to my chat with Breeza, the company will launch its service soon with two carriers adding more as it goes. With a team of 10 today, Breeza wants to double in size in 2020. It now has the money to do so and a product very nearly in the wild. It's a neat company to watch and we'll have more as it grows. Finally, before we close today, something that has been on my mind. If you read Matt Lemine's Money Stuff, a regular kind of column slash newsletter at Bloomberg, you've probably seen his headline, quote, people are worried about unicorns. Well, I'm worried about unicorns, me. It's good that three unicorns have announced their intention to go public with S1 filings, albeit some privately. It's also good that Airbnb promised the world they would go public this year. In case you forgot, we're talking about Asana, Procore, and DoorDash, and of course, Airbnb. That's four. But those numbers are meager compared to the number of unicorns in the market today. In Q4 2019, just to pick an example, according to the Crunchbase TechCrunch Unicorn Leaderboard, the number of unexited unicorns in the world grew from 420 to 441. That's quarter to quarter, by the way, Q3 to Q4. That's seven new unicorns each month, far outstripping the pace that they exited. Indeed, in Q4 2019, we saw roughly twice as many new unicorns born as we did unicorns exit. So a few IPOs are good, but not enough to stem the growth in the number of unicorns that need eventual liquidity, let alone begin to lower the total number of unicorns that are still private before the markets truly turn for the worse. So a few IPOs are good, but not enough to stem the growth in the number of unicorns that need eventual liquidity, let alone begin to lower the total number of private unicorns before the markets truly take a turn for the worse. Instead, however, the market is buckling while the number of unexited unicorns is at all-time highs. And that's troubling. You know, right? Maybe everyone should have gone public last year instead of waiting, and maybe that's unfair of me to say. What we do know is that the late-stage indigestion that the startup market has long endured isn't probably going to get better now, right? So people are worried about unicorns, and those people are me. After this, if you have a second, go ahead and go back to Friday's episode of Equity because the Roblox round was fascinating. And also, we kind of ran into three of these, what do you call them, no-code startups that are a lot of fun, all putting together capital at the same time. It's a very fascinating space, and we had a good time talking about it. And we also talked about DoorDash. How can you say no? Coming up today on TechCrunch.com, we have a really deep interview with a couple of early-stage investors talking about the seed stage market in 2020. So if you are a founder or a VC out there, that's for you. It's up on TC.com under Alex's stuff. And that's all we have for today. I hope that you are well and that all things are good where you are. I hope that you are safe and your family's healthy. It's March now. This is the first uh, equity episode of March. And I forget when the first equity episode came out in March of 2017. But if you told me that the show would make it to 2020, I wouldn't have believed you. So thanks for sticking with it all these years. And a big hug to everyone who sends in tweets and emails. They really mean a lot. And we read all of them. 
All right, enough sap, enough hugs. Let's get back to work. And on that note, I'm Alex Wilhelm. This is, as always, Equity Monday. And you, my friend, are tremendous. Tremendous.